You gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy Ice Cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Yes, yes. Word. Yo, what up? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to another episode of Dribbling Dimes. I'm here with Podcastronomist, <laughs> the host of This, That, and the Third Podcast, Brooklyn, Brownsville, excuse me. I want yes. to get more specific. Yes. Brownsville, Brooklyn's own Mr. G Moody. Yes, that's me, man. W- welcome back, my brother. Glad to be here, man. Always glad to chop it up with the brothers from Dribbles and Dimes. Word, man. Yo, um, like we said the last time, so you were, if I'm not mistaken, it was episode three, if I if I'm, think I'm right, that you were on our show. Right. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a great vibe, a lot of good conversation. Yep. We talked about the top players of all time in the minds of, you know, all of us. I had the shitty, the shitty order of, of folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but, um... Yeah, man, I kind of wanted to pick right back up, and okay. in the climate, I mean, since since you came on our show, you've been doing a lot of very interesting things, so I want to get into some of those things, right. and kind of what that journey's been like, you know, with the advent of that long-awaited podcast, this, that, and the third. Word up. And, uh, and yo, just get the temperature on hoops, man, and how you feeling, because we're still waiting for you to give us that green light to get this game going. Oh, no, I ain't playing no more. <laughs> we've seen a lot of people go down, we've seen a lot of people get hurt, uh... When you get up in age, that enters in the whole fucking thing about ball. So I don't like that. The ankle sprains, I've had enough of that. So as time goes on, less and less, uh, I won't be, yeah. Is I that, won't be involved in that is shit. Is that just some shook one shit? Or, uh, or, is, or would you, you attribute know, that you know to what? wisdom? After playing so long, you know, your ankles become sore. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I don't have the knee aches or anything, so I stopped in time. So and I like ne- that. You never had these issues? Like yeah. ankle and knee issues? Not serious, okay. but just a soreness. But even that's gone? Gone. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man. What's it's because I, I let my body cool the fuck out. I let it chill out. I let it repair because I used to be a weekend warrior. I used to play all the time. And when you think about it, the shock on the joint yeah. and playing, it's its a lot of jumping, running, stopping. I said, you know what, let me just watch. Mm. I, you know, I love basketball. I grew up playing it. But after a while, it takes it's too much pounding on the body. Were you, are you, well, up until you stopped, were you playing in gyms or you were outdoors? Both. Oh, Both. okay. Yeah. Because I loved it. You know, you love it. And then when you lose the urge to defend, that's when it's over. Ah. That's when you cheapen the game for the other players. That's right. So if you play the three-man and you don't want to guard your man, then you are uh, jeopardizing the, the whole game, right? So, so how do you feel about, I mean, the new generation that defense is an afterthought? Yo, this game, they, they, fuck, they, they, they ruined the, the game with the, uh, the, rep, the, the legislation of the rule. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So it, it, hand check in particular, is right? So yeah, and and it, just overall physicality, it changes how the game is played. And for me, knowing yo basketball is very competitive, and it's men playing. Yeah. So there's going to be incidental contact. Right. So that's part of the uh, lore of watching the game. Can you score with that guy hanging on you? Yeah. That's how I grew up. It's like you don't call. You try to make the basket. Right. So to see every ticky-tack call and guys getting thrown out of the game for bullshit, temperatures rise, and that's part of basketball. It used to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they legislated the bullshit out. That's whack, man. Yeah. How you going to change the game like that? <laughs> I, yo, I mean, people, I guess they just want to see more scoring, bro. Like, that's... And you know what? Like, as a business, right? right. So, if you if you separate it out, right? right? You're talking about the essence of basketball as we know it. Right. Right? 80s, 90s, like that, that era. Right. Versus... And I'm not just talking about NBA. I'm talking in general, right? Because... Right? NBA kind of sets the trend, and then it cascades down to you know, the, you know, street ball right, all the way right. down. So, from a business standpoint, like when you earn in dough, what's going to get butts in seats is the dramatic effect of all these outlandish you know right. shots. Right. And that's for the casual fan, primarily right. those that you know, like for instance, when I lived in Miami, there was a bunch of bandwagoners, right? They're notorious for that shit. That shit would be packed to the brim with all people with the with the Ritz and the glamour and all the bullshit. But as soon as, you know, the fourth quarter came and the team was down, bye. Right. Nobody right. gave a shit. Right. So uh, I get it from the business standpoint, but for the for the true fan, bro? Yeah, it turns them off. For me, 94, 95, 98, Think about those playoff series. Everybody watched because it was very compelling. Yeah. It was very competitive, very physical, and it added for it added to the game. Yeah. So, and then people, uh, there were fights sometimes. It added to the the, the storyline of the series. So, I love that basketball. Like that's that's the type. That's how I grew up playing. Yeah. I was I was listening to um so Adrian Wojnarowski shout out to a a a dub he's got a podcast called the Woj Pod right and he had um Jeff Van Gundy on and they were talking about you know basketball in right. general and then uh, Jeff Van Gundy was like you know everybody is hugging every time they're playing right you yeah. see the jersey swaps now right uh, they're dapping each other up they're helping each other off the ground on opposing teams like. The sacrilege. Yeah, and it takes away. Like, there's no real rivalry no more. Yo. Like, there has to be high tension on that court for that to be to mean something as yeah. far as rivalry. Yeah, right? man. That um, shit don't happen. And, yo, it's basketball. We going at each other. And I was taught, and this is different now, that, yo, the, the opponent, you don't shake his hands before the game. Unless you know him. He's from around your way or whatever you know him. You see him in college. You play together. Greet him. Boom, go back to your layup line. These motherfuckers be having like a powwow yeah. right before the game. And for the, for, for the viewer, it lessens that uh, idea of competition. Yeah. Like, so the game, oh, these are friends. Yeah. But when it's not, they go at each other, and that's the product of basketball. Mm -hmm. Then it's like difficult to score because the defense is, is intense. But when it's um, the referees are kind of deciding shit. It's like it's like not good to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing for a basketball fan who knows the game and played it. 
it, it's it's too much of friendship there. Yeah. It it, it hurts <clears throat> competition. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just it's just a bad thing for me. For guys that are playing coming up how I played it, that was the norm. Which is why the game was so good. Yeah, it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like it was amazing. Isaiah Thomas. All these guys came up playing on some tough shit. Yeah. So when they became men and they got in the NBA, you saw that game transferred to the NBA floor, which is why it became so it became a global game. Mm-hmm. People started to love it because of that natural competition. Yeah. And Phil Jackson told uh Tony Kuko, because he came into the league and he didn't understand. Like, yo, these cats be playing on some other shit. It's like tough. He said, we need to take you into the playground and watch these black kids play in the, in the, in the Chicago. Chicago playground mm-hmm. to see this is how these kids come up and this is how they play the game. That's what I'm talking about, That man. actually happened? That actually happened. What, do you know what the reaction was? Tony, yeah, Tony Kuko had to try to, I guess Phil was trying to make him understand, like, yo, this game is... Is built in the inner cities. They played a certain way. These particular people are the majority mm-hmm. of the league. Mm-hmm. So it's their game right. is being played. You need to understand how these motherfuckers play. This is this ain't no tiddlywinks. These guys play hard and it's inner city basketball. And if you're not familiar with that shit, let me show you. Yeah. I'm sure he was floored. Yeah, like it's yo. Not, it's not it's, it's not anything that I'm sure he's ever seen. There's there, there's, there's really no Calling in New York City, especially right. You can't be making a whole bunch of calls. You gotta expect to get hit, and you gotta play through the contact and try to make baskets. And when you call too much, then you become ostracized yeah. from the game and from the park. Yeah. So you can't when you have that culture and that game. Now you change it around. It makes it difficult for you. How many? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So. T- talking about ostracizing folks, when you were coming up in right. Brownsville, right, right? You played in the park a lot. Oh, absolutely. How many times did you have to ostracize people? Like, how was that? How did it play out for you and your crew? Oh, give me a story. I want to hear because I'm sure. I mean, I went through it. My brother and I went through it. Right. We played at night, and it would be like we. It's called Twenty One, but in Brooklyn it was Utah. Mm. That's what we called it, right? So. We play by 10s or sometimes 20, so a basket is 20 points. And we would play like 500, right? <laughs> and then we played with no calls. Oh. That's what it was like, no calls at all. And this went on for months. Out so of bounds either? Nothing. No, just uh, like fouls. Fouls, no fouls. No right. And only in the paint. You can only score in the paint. Oh, you couldn't yeah. shoot jumpers. Oh, yeah. We were doing that as kids, right? Yeah. And um, it would be a few kids that couldn't take the physicality. So they would ostracize themselves based on not being able to play physical and score regardless of the guy and defenders on you. Right. So <coughs> that's they would do it to themselves and just take themselves out of the game. Okay. And a lot of people in Brooklyn, the, the, the overall culture of Brooklyn is very intense. So growing up there, not many people... You had to ostracize because you knew what time it was. This is how we play. Uh, Coney Island, uh, Stephon Marbury is a prime example mm-hmm. of Brooklyn-style basketball. If you remember him at the guard, he's taking it to the hole, yep. right? Laying the big man, going straight at the big man. 
that's what they call taking it to the Baja. Like, yo, we just play hard. That's Brooklyn basketball. Go ahead, go ahead. That's Brooklyn basketball. And um, so people would ostracize themselves based on not being able to handle physicality, handle shit talking, because that's part of the culture of basketball. Right. And for referees to take that out of the game cheapens the game, cheapens the product for the viewer. Yeah. Chat, when I play ball, yo, all we did, all the opponents did was chatter. Talk shit. In your ear, running down the court. But that's part of the game. And after the game, these same cats, you're drinking beer with, you're talking shit about the game. This is what it is. It's not, yo, some gentleman, gentleman type shit. It's right. when the ball go up, yo, that's it, man. That's it. That's no, it. Nobody it's know, it's nobody. like, yo, incidental contact, you may get hit with some elbows. I ain't doing shit on purpose. That's the thing, too. It's not about being a dirty player. Yeah, come on through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show is sponsored by Heineken. Yes, yes. Uh, no, actually, it's not. But Heineken, if you want, I mean, I'm giving you a little look right now. <laughs> I, we don't mind you throwing some cash our way. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, come over here. A minute of the poet is here. Yeah. What's happening, y'all? What's going on? What up? We're going to talk that shit, but get strict about it. You know what I'm talking about? He's here. <laughs> so, so in, in your hood. Oh, shit. Damn, sorry, In your hood, you guys would, uh, I mean, it was. I guess it was already figured out for you as far as who could take it and who couldn't. Yeah, yeah, right? because, yeah. Because that's the culture in Brooklyn where it was just really intense, so... If you grew up with us playing it, you knew what it was. Right. And if you couldn't take it, then you would play other things. You would go, okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Then you change sports. Right, because we played physical. Right. And if, you know, some people didn't like that. They don't like to feel the sweat or whatever. And so they, they shy away from it. And that's when you don't get picked for the right. next game. Like, you, you're not really with this. So, right. That's how it was. So you had to. Kick somebody off the court. Like there was never a moment where some imposter came and didn't know what time it was and cried himself off off the court. No, no, we never. Okay. We, that that person would get picked. Yeah. Or if he got in the game because someone got hurt, he wouldn't really get passed to. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he just, <laughs> he just didn't have that cachet inside. Right. Like a lot of motherfuckers ain't got it. So it was four on five in those cases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his job just to pass. Right. You know, you try right. to defend. Right. But mixing it up, nah, that's not for you. Right. <laughs> He's in a limited role. Word, yeah. yeah. So do you feel like we have a lot of, of now today's player that would not get past two based on the credentials of them being a little softer than the era? That well, the, the, this, this league, the game is, is played differently, refereed differently. So you could, you could, you could kind of get away with shit. You could hide. You don't have to be, you know... A certain uh, persona because they not they they're calling everything. Mm -hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. These guys uh, couldn't play in the Oakley era because the right. refs got let the know. game play go. They let them play. Right. So you you're not expecting fouls right. unless you're on the floor. Right. right. That's my type of basketball. You right. know, I, I was listening to somebody say this um, about Steph Curry. Right. right, they said would be would we have the greatest shooter of all time if there was still hand checking if there were people being aggressive? Yeah, I didn't think. I think so. You think, you think so? we would? You think I think Steph, Steph, Steph Curry? He would, do, he would do the same thing he'd be doing now, if if the era was the same as in the '90s, as far as being rough, tough, and not and letting things go. Steph Curry is one of those transcendent players, right? Okay. 
This guy is not running behind screens, a la Reggie Miller, mm -hmm. trying to get. This guy will break you and Jade. He got the handle to separate himself. So it's not like a guy that needs screens and he's running around, the ball comes off, boom, then he shoots it. He don't have to do none of that. He can set you up with the handle. So he can play in that era. There's a few guys that can play in all fucking eras. That dude is one of them because of the handle. Okay. He See, it's create. like a boogie handle. So the ball, like, he don't need he don't need screens. He could get you off the off the dribble. That's the key. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's the key. How about how about James motherfucking Harden? Would he transcend? Not yet. Here's why. Okay. Ah. Here's why. You, you start. You started for a second. Yeah, yeah. Here's why. Ah. <laughs> That's regular season heroics. What he's doing. Ah. That's right. A very good point. Good regular. So it looks fantastic. It's a big stretch, right? Yeah. Mm. Big stretch of games, and it's fantastic. Legacies are made in the playoffs. Fantastic. What did he do when they were up? 3-2 last year against Golden State. Choke. Not a damn thing. Right? So, what you do in the regular season is good for the fans, the kids, and everything. But when the playoffs are here, and if, and if he doesn't perform at what we're seeing now, how do you judge the regular season heroics? It's nothing. Yeah. I want to see that. Carry the motherfuckers to the finals. Do that same shit. Now you're putting so much pressure on himself. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Because everybody's expecting the same shit. And you're going to be in for a letdown. Because Larry Brown, the, the coach said, the former coach said, the playoffs is like another sport. That's how that's, different that's it is. Very yeah. elevated level of play is crazy. Yeah, I just want to say real quick before we jump back into this one. <laughs> okay. Leave it up to a Knicks fan to always find a way to slight Reggie Miller out of nowhere. But you got, <laughs> he ain't got nothing to do with it. We can't, we can't call G. Moody a Knicks fan. I ain't a Knicks fan, B. Yeah, what do you can't call? He, he I'm, a, a I'm a fan of basketball. He and LeBron. He don't got a team. I like that about... Oh, we're going to get it to LeBron. Yeah. I got some shit to say. <laughs> I got much shit. Oh, real quick. I want to say this. Based on your point, right? You've seen the, the three the three on three Ice Cube uh, joint? Oh, yes. Big three. Big yeah. three? Yeah. So, um, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, right? Amazing. When I look at him, I think about um, Stephen Curry. Yeah. And I remember back in those days, they, they're similar, similar to Stephen. Similar yeah. They could shoot their asses off. And handle. Although, Curry... And handle. So, I was thinking, like, yo, he played in an era, Mahmoud, mm -hmm. where... Yo... You better be a great shooter because once they on your ass, they on your ass. But he got a shot up every time and it was always good. Now, right. I, feel, I feel like, you know what? And being fair to Curry, if we're going to put him so high as a great shooter, surely that could transcend. Because I think he's a better player than Mahmoud Abdul. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's more slim. And I right? love Mahmoud Abdul. You, you know think, what I'm saying? You think Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time? I think so. Who, we were just talking about this. I think so. Hands down to me. I think so. He I, can can't, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. I mean, the so, closest is Reggie. Uh, excuse me, Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I can see that. Yeah. But you know what my problem, my problem is? There's so many blind spots throughout the history of the game. Right. You know, for instance, uh, the three point shot wasn't really a thing right. for for a long time. Mm -hmm. And there's so many stats that are now available that weren't right. Mm -hmm. The game is measured completely differently now. Right. And then just my age, I wasn't privy to a lot. I didn't right. experience a lot. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I could see. I can mostly you just hear tales, right? Right. Uh, so it's difficult to really ascertain the true essence of who the greatest shooter is. Right. But from what we have available to us, there's n there's, there's no, no question. question. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. I, I, you know what? It's it's so 
It's all relative. For example, back in, I'm going to bring up Bill Russell, right? Because he loved that motherfucker. <laughs> he loved him some Bill Russell, but G. Moody yeah, loved him some Bill. I already said that. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm going to talk that shit. That's what, what we do over here. Anyway, so the game has changed. The game used to be inside out, you know, versus now it's outside in. Right. So, the, so, so back in those days, you didn't need guys shooting deep shots. Right. You know, it was not... It was just not the game. It right. wasn't. It's not how you played. You got a big seven footer. Whether or not he's the best or not, he's seven foot. He's right. close to the basket. Throws ass the ball. We'll figure it out later. That position is gone now. Right. That's passe. So what I'm saying, I say that to say the game is now. It's there's more of an impotence on on yo. Like you got to shoot this motherfucking rock. You gotta you gotta be able to shoot. Period. Never mind if there's a center or not. Right. Right. You gotta be able to shoot. The center from the top of the. Can shoot. The center is out, out dribbling. That's right. Porzingis. This is this is the game. This is why Dwight Howard is archaic. This is why he's not. You know, he not, You see what I'm saying? He's flopping all around. He doesn't because there ain't no more inside. Yo, we're gonna isolate him in the post. None of that. Yeah. Because he has to come out and guard seven footers that are dribbling. Yeah. This is why Shaq so. in this era, Shaq would be drawn out. Right. He'd right. be at the key guarding these motherfuckers. So wait, let me ask you a I question now. So, de- so defensively, the threat is gone in that regard, right? right with right. Shaq. Offensively, though, do you think his low post game would still dominate in this era? Yeah, yeah, it would, it have, to, it would right? have to. Yeah, because right. nobody else. He, is he, would, he wouldn't be out there doing his offense at the top of the key because that's not his game. Right. So they still would throw it to him because he's so big and dominant. Yeah. But on the other end, he's not he's protecting that basket anymore. He's not in there like, yo, you got to guard this guy. This guy, Nowitzki, this guy, Porzingis, this guy, what's the other one from Dallas now? Uh, Porzingis is now in Dallas. Now, oh, yeah. What's the other <laughs> guy? Donchich? Yeah. Oh, he's, these he's these big dudes got handled. He's, they're not just lumbering motherfuckers. They're in there with handle, jump shots, Shaq, you got a guard. You know what, though? On that same note, I'm thinking about it. Shaq is such a liability in today's NBA. Yeah. Such a huge liability. Yeah. Offensively, he's... Offensively, yeah, but yeah. the problem He'd is... He'd be barbecue chicken all day. The yeah. problem is that... So, most teams are drawn to the three-point shot. Think about this right now, right. right? I look at the Golden State Warriors. Pisses me off, but this is the facts. You dump it in sh- to Shaq, right? Shaq will get his two. Yeah. Maybe a three-point yeah, play. Yeah. He's a 50% free throw shooter, right. so that's a two, Right. It takes you a lot longer to shoot that two-point shot that Shaq is going to dominate at than to get threes out the wazoo. Yeah. Motherfuckers are going to hit two, three, back-to-back threes yeah. on your ass. They'll run circles around them, guys. And so my point is, for every two, you got a three. You're going to lose because yeah. now, on top of that, you got to guard the fucking perimeter, yeah. and you can't do that to save your life. So I think he's much more... I don't think... In fairness to the NBA, they, have, they, they do subtle shit to, to make what... Their, the style of play. they suit the style of play based right. on the referee and calls and all that shit. Right, right. So I don't. I think if Shaq or Lajuan and Ewan were dominating the game like they were, the game you would see that you would see the game Transition. show. It would it would be towards the bigs like right. yo you, you know what I mean there would be it would favor the bigs right. now it just favors the guards because that's the game where that's the era we in so I don't think the two don't mesh there's a you know that's the era that we came from right. this is a new era like you guys say right. it's, it's just different it's more. Three pointer. Right. It's more uh, geared for the uh, a perimeter game. I, I, the game I grew up watching was both. Yeah. Not as much, but inside, driving kick, down low post. So it was a more well rounded game. Because if you had a dominant guy, you just 
Drop it in, Akeem. Let him do his thing. If he's double, boom, it comes out to three-point shooters who are not as proficient as Steph Curry. But it was an all-around game. Now it's just like, yo, you got to guard the perimeter. Yep. Not you getting blown the fuck out. Let, let's see and you could die by the three too. Everybody's trying to shoot. Three that's three a good point. That's that's, that's right. the other point. That's the bad side. Everybody's of not shoot. Steph Curry. When Damn you, right. When you yeah. shooting when your your you know players are shooting thirty and below percent uh, at the three, right? And you tell, still give them the green light to shoot. That's a problem. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Because yeah. the game, watching the game sticks. Yeah, yeah. Because on the other side of the ball, they're not going to play no D. So it's it's just a myriad of bullshit. Yeah, wasting shots. Yep. Well, let me say this real quick, man. I jumped on the chat on YouTube, right? And uh, some guy was talking about the three-point contest and all that. I said, yeah, let me tell you something. Cancel the motherfucking three-point well, contest. The upcoming one, you mean? Like, Cancel bro? that motherfucker. Because we've been having a three-point contest all goddamn season long. Yo, you know what's Fuck crazy? Fuck the three-point yeah, contest. Yeah. No, that shit. That's going to be... Get it out. That's going to be... More well watched and attended than the slam dunk contest. You think so? Yeah, I yeah. know so. Really? Got, if well, Curry's in it, how? Look, I mean, so it's the storyline. Just off top, you got uh, Steph, Seth Curry. You got Clay, probably. Right. I don't know what the lineup is, but you got some hard great shooters. Harden. Yeah. You got all stars shooting threes, and then you're gonna have probably a bunch of nobodies at the dunk contest. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. And yeah. all the major like. It's very hard to get super creative. Now, you had a few recently with the, um, Zach Levine and uh, Gordon from uh, Orlando, mm-hmm. but th- it's hard. Like this, there's just a love and infatuation with this three-point shot, yeah. and at the rate that these guys hoist them shits, yeah, it's people spectators people, want yeah, that. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, want that. right. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, like I don't want to come off as a hater, but you say something that's very important here. If you don't have the p- components to be a fucking threat on the three-point line, your ass don't got no business playing this style of game. Yeah, yeah. Period. But, but and that's just tooling up yeah. for that. You have no, to but, get the shooting. No, but, but I, okay, you know what? Fuck that. I'm putting it on the coaches, though. You're yeah. a coach. I don't give a fuck what the climate is. Yeah. I, if you don't got Steph Curry, your ass shouldn't be out there. Everybody <laughs> hoisted. And that's the coaches. That's, true. Yeah. that's not the player. Because the players, think about this, right? You. That's why the fuck we have coaches. The coaches will tell you what's great on a team or not. Right. If we got LaMarcus Aldridge, you ain't taking threes, motherfucker. That's what he's doing? I'm just saying. Uh, okay. I don't think he but is. Not, but he shoots a lot of jumpers. But the point is, he knows where he, you're good at. Right, you're right. not a three-pointer. You may be a mid-range. That's okay. You got to play with what you have. You right. ain't, we ain't reinventing the fucking wheels too late. <laughs> we ain't, you already in the NBA. If we know you... Man, listen, think about this, right? Uh-huh. Grand Hill, for an example, right? Grant Hill walks into the NBA. As great as he is, he said to him, said, I don't have a left-handed layup going into the NBA. He doesn't have that, right? Yeah. So, but he's dominating on the right hand. The point is, it took him years to develop that left-handed layup. Right. And he killed it. But the point is, we ain't going to have your ass go left, motherfucker. Because <laughs> this ain't time for that shit. Right. Don't show him what you can't do well. Show him what you're great at, motherfucker. Uh-huh. If your ass ain't a three-point shooter. Don't shoot that motherfucking three point <laughs> shot, goddammit. Pass that shit around. Move that ball. Right. You not the, like you right. said, you gotta be that guy that passes, just passes, back in the fucking Absolutely. back. You you the nigga on the court that you would just have him pass the ball. It's a four on five on offense, motherfucker. That's right. And you the sacrifice. <laughs> so so back so we talked we talk a little bit about Harden, right? We talked yeah. about um Steph. Take it back, right? So there was a time when Westbrook, Harden, KD were all in the same team, right? 
there's an argument. We, we've been having this argument with a homie of ours, uh, Carlos. He's been a, a guest on the show as well. Shout, shout. So you have those three guys early in their careers together, right? Right. And we know what happened. K- OKC dealt hard into, right. to Houston, mm-hmm. and that paved the way for what we see today. Right. KD and Westbrook, the intention was supposed to be that they remain for, right. forever, right. right? KD bounces. They, so... My buddy Carlos thinks that that Sam Pre- said that he said Sam Presti is a garbage GM because he didn't foresee what took place with Harden in that climate, right? Okay. So I'm posing the question to you: You're a GM. You got Harden coming off the bench. You know what Harden's capable of. You got KD and you got Westbrook, right? Uh-huh. You know you're gonna have to give this dude max money. Harden, Harden. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's coming up fast. What do you do? Knowing the three gifted talents and, you got to, and, to deal with. And you already have two max players on your team that either, I don't know if they were already collecting or they were about to Very collect. Very close. Max dollars, which puts you in a fucking, like, and it handcuffs the rest of your salary, basically. I would have did what he did. I would have let him go. Right. In retrospect. I, because I, you don't, you know, he, he wasn't showing that he was going to be what we're seeing that's, now. That's what I said. So you can't. Fault the GM like everybody saw it, like okay he, he's gonna be all right but we didn't know he would um, exceed yeah so I, now I would have done the same thing I would have done you can't blame him because he nah. didn't show like he was gonna be some shit like this well even even if so my argument is even if at that again remember we're talking about years ago now right mm-hmm. and they were a lot younger than they are today those right. three guys right. for sure so you put them in that scenario let's even say that they found a way to pay Harden. Right, mm-hmm. and right. They, they they had to get a get rid of whatever Abaka, for instance. Right, so now you got and the assumption is you would start him. So now you got Westbrook, Harden, KD, starting five. Start starting on the starting five. Right. Those three guys need the ball a lot. Right. How the fuck do you share one ball with those three dudes? The chemistry on the team, I think, would have went straight to shit. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been Westbrook's fault. Yes. Sure. Because of the way his style of play, right, it didn't lend itself to, to, uh, to the dynamic, grabbing people yeah. together like a point guard and, and like, yo, okay, I'm gonna get everybody. It's me. I'm shooting. I'm doing all the shit. So this is one of the reasons KD broke out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like a point guard is not supposed to dominate the ball. That much and was I think we have to say was no history. Yeah, history says one guard, right? Isaiah Thomas for the Detroit Pistons Mm -hmm. was a ball was he one of the only guards that was ball dominant Mm -hmm. as a point guard and scored and won a championship, multiple championships. Uh, Name name another one. But you know that was what? ball dominant, like like the like a Westbrook that's just taking over the game, and you being the guy. There's never been nobody like that. You know that's a Johnson, Magic Johnson. We're, we're putting in there. No, Magic was no, Magic was Kareem. a all around yeah, yeah, assist. Yeah, yeah. Come on, he, but he also had Kareem as, deferred, as yeah. the guy. Yeah. I'm talking about like a Westbrook type yeah, guy, yeah. where you the leading scorer. You the it shit don't work. Don't, don't work. work. What's, don't in, work. what's interesting now in current day. Westbrook is playing more like the team is playing more through Paul, uh, Paul George. George. Yeah, maybe he got it. Maybe he understood. Now, here, it took know, a while, but maybe he understood. Like, oh shit, it'll the game will be easier, easier a little bit. This is for me smoke and mirrors, and I don't even use that word, but I'm gonna say it like this. 
You remember when he won the MVP? Uh, a couple years, three two, years, three ago. years ago, I yeah. want to say. Since that time on, my eyes been fixed. Even the year before that, my eyes been fixated. I yeah. feel like he were, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's playing with a bigger chip Absolutely. on his shoulder. But that is the same shit you said about Harden. Talking about him in the regular season is how I see Westbrook. Yeah. That motherfucker gets a every. We get a hard on for Westbrook on the fuck. Yeah, he was he was doing triple doubles. Like that motherfucker it. plays like Magic Johnson and everybody squared. First when round we get exit. to the motherfucking playoffs. First round exit. That bus ain't never that, late. Because baby. that style of play. That motherfucker goes right back to the, the right back to the basics. Yeah, baby. and the playoffs show you who you really are. Right, like first round exit. Boom, you gone. Hey, come on. You. I mean, you given you've given a coach if they're doing their job. You've given a coach a good long body of work in the regular season. Right. To just watch tape and take away all those fucking tools. So if yeah. you, if they know you're. 75% of the time you're going to pull up on the right side of the court right. take that shit away and yeah yeah, yeah you're right. done and the game slows down in, in, in the playoffs that's true it does and I, you know what I think it is too I think in his particular case he, he, he can't handle the pressure as far as he get motherfucking mad. They down ten. He's like, now nah, fuck that. It's I'm throwing my motherfucker. I'm gonna throw my West Brick. I'm gonna go for my West Brick jersey on, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And we gonna we gonna owe for fifty this motherfucker. Cause they ain't see my name enough in the offers. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this last point about James Harden. This is why I thought the trade was good at the time. Okay. Quiet as kept. Back in 2010, I want to say the Miami Heat were playing against OKC in the NBA Finals. With the big three. With that big three. They were all young, granted, but behind the ears. But something that went unnoticed is Harden stunk up that motherfucker. Mm. Harden went up in there and was choking out his ass. They thought they fucking dropped some gas bomb in that Damn. motherfucker. He was fucking choking. And again, we, I put it on. He's young. That's what I said. Right. He's young, man. These motherfuckers. I expect him to win anyway. Right. The fact that they're there, they won something. They won the moral, morality contest. Right. You know what I mean? But then I said, you know what? Fast forward to it now. He fucking stunk it up now. Choked his ass up again. Three years in a row against the Spurs. I don't know if you remember about two or three, two years ago. That motherfucker played like he ain't had no head. Because they choked the fuck out of him. Hard of your fucking chokes, the goddammit. And so who's going to pay max dollars to a motherfucker who's a regular season legend? But in the playoff, he he didn't put his fucking alarm on. The name is Houston. They give that motherfucker max. No, but at, at the end of the day, you gotta sell tickets too. So it's not yeah, just about the players. Motherfuckers, it's a circus. We gotta put thing. the circus on. No, let me tell you something. <laughs> me as a fan, I don't, I don't really like to go to the, any state uh, arena to watch the game right. because I'm not willing to pay ten grand to go sit up front, and that's no. where I would want to watch the right, game. Right, right. Now, I will pay money to go see uh, Harden mm. because. He's a very entertaining person to watch. This guy, his step back game is fucking amazing. Right. It pisses me off. Don't get me wrong, but it's it, to a degree, it's beautiful. It's right. flawless. If he's not hitting that, what happens? But the problem his is he is. No, but the problem is he actually is. Yeah. Okay, it's, we'll see the play when it, when it right. matters. No, no, I'm with you. No, no, no. Right. I don't. Again, You're talking about regular season. Yeah, yeah. It looks great. Put it this way: I'll be shocked if they come out of the first round. How about that? Looks great. I'm saying some bullshit now. Yeah. yeah I but mean, the, the truth is, I just don't believe it's because it's on top of the skill. He got all the skills in the yeah. book. The will. I don't think the motherfucker got the will. Same with what? The will to win. You have to have the wherewithal to say, you know what? My jumper ain't working right now, motherfucker. Right. We're going to drive. Nah. We're going to over for 80, this motherfucker. Yeah, what the fuck yeah. is you It ain't working, baby. He's, it yeah, ain't he's working. He's now. He's what? Westbrook, what? How many years in the league now? 10? I don't know, Probably. man. I don't know. No, but, it's got to be. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, come on. 
Did you did you guys talk about um, Porzingis? Not yet. I'm saving that. Oh, right. Save that bullet. Save that bullet. Right. <laughs> can we can we start, can we start talk a little LeBron James shit here? By all means, do it, man. It's I do. I do want to um, make sure that we do talk about the podcast. Okay, your, no your doubt. Podcast. No doubt. Yes, because right. there's, there's some joints in there that. Yeah, I, like I, I said, know. anything you want to ask me, well, and I know you it. got some joints in the stash that you wanted to bring up. Okay, so don't all forget. Right. All right. So I want to say this right because when I walk in here, the first thing I eavesdrop on was you were talking about the refs, and he don't like people talking shit to the refs in this era, and they saw it, right? Oh yeah. And guess who's the goddamn king? Oh, okay. Of that shit right there. Salute. No. That, that motherfucker trained these you motherfuckers. You got it wrong, man. He is the king ding and ling of that you know motherfucker. You know what, the, what he does is called? I don't want to hear Games with shit. Fuck games with shit. Active. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, yo, you can't tell me that dude ain't tough. I'm not. You, think, you know no, what I'm saying? So, no. what, you think that, what you think that is? That's no. gamesmanship. On TV, it looks like he's whining and everything. Yo, yo you trying to get calls, man. You trying to make the ref... Call shit in your favor, so it's kind of a theatric thing. It's drama, like yo. But that dude is still the best in his 16th year. So I don't know how anybody could talk bad about a guy. Whereas the best players, Jordan, check Jordan out in year 12, 13. Check check his stats. This motherfucker is in his 16th year and he's still dominating. The best, yeah. Or one or two. Nobody gives this guy credit because they don't like him. That's some personal bullshit. You don't know ball. You don't know what this dude is doing. I know. This motherfucker playing all positions. You know what I'm saying? 16, every team he goes to, they bring him to the finals. One dude. Where Cleveland at? Can I just say Why motherfuckers don't, don't, don't compare and contrast and be like, yo, one dude left Cleveland. Yeah. This motherfuckers won 15 <laughs> games. But nobody says, yo... Damn it! It must be this guy. He, right. he must be that nice. Can I just say? Can I just say just one thing? All right, this is personal with this dude, man. <laughs> can I just say one thing? Like right? they know him like that. No, but here, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You know here, here's what I have to say. Nobody, I don't give a fuck. Nobody is absent of criticism. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, His mama is getting criticized. Should be criticized. In this motherfucker. His mom's been on the low. But <laughs> I'm saying what's in it. But but at least criticize. I'm just saying, hold on. Some real shit, man. It that is real. Soap opera shit. It is. Yeah, no. that's, that's soap opera shit. All right, let me just let me just say this. So two things. So just right. be famous. Right. I love Steph Curry. I love his game. Okay. No matter if he set the trend, I think he's a fucking phenomenal player. Same way you talked about James Harden. On the low, and I haven't. We we talked about something else on a different podcast where I said who's the second best player. I said Kawhi. I'm saying I'm saying Steph Curry right here right now on air. Okay. To me, behind LeBron. Behind LeBron. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because I, we and I, t- I said these points, but I didn't. I didn't put two and two together. At the time. You take out Curry, they're a completely different team. They don't win. Absent mm-hmm. him, they don't win like that. You can't. So if you have that kind of impact, and all you got, all you got, all stars all around, KD and Steph every Curry's motherfucker. That dude, yeah. That shows you, you know, that shows you the impact of right, that. Right, right. That's number one. Again, you take out Kevin Durant. He don't have that same impact that Steph right. Curry does. It's not right. equal. So I say that that's... Not, that's not, not in Golden State, but in New York, baby. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that'll be dope, though. I hope that happens. He, in, in order for... You talk about KD. For me, in order for him to solidify any type of championships... Or legacy. Right? Legacy, yeah. You got to win without those pieces. You got to go somewhere and be the guy 
and drag them to the finals. Maybe you might not win the first time, but boom, you're always in the playoffs. You're always there, and you are the guy because you claim to be that, right? Yeah. But you went to a team that didn't need you, right. and you won championships, right, with them, but they won Before without you. you. Right. And you claim to be the guy, and LeBron beat them motherfuckers by himself. Mm-hmm. Remember, they were 3-1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for me, out. looking at you, yeah. I'll give you the credit as you nice. But there's an asterisk next to your shit. Yeah, 100%. So, if you go to the Knicks, or you go to Washington, D.C., your home, yeah. and you bring a championship, I would love you that dude. That's a different story. You that dude for me. Other Right now, it's like, all right, you, you went to that crew. You want to All right. Steph, yeah. Steph was there. Oh, you got four Hall of Fames. You're supposed to win, yo. Adding you, it's you're whatever. supposed to win a championship. 100% agree. So that's Demar- what I look at. I agree. I agree. And, and I, I and just want Demarcus Cousins don't get a pass either because you joining the fucking circus. No, but listen, listen, everybody listen. don't get a pass. No, everybody no, get. You got it fucked up with his injury, right? I don't give yeah. a fuck. And he put himself out on the market. No takers, right? Go they take you. Yeah, go to state. See, that, what I'm, you do? I'm not mad at that. Yeah, right? you can't. You gotta look at this that. shit from a financial standpoint. Think, think about even with KD. Yeah, it's a punk ass move, right? From from a cultural from basketball, from a ring chasing, yeah. you know, perspective. Right. But yo, Silicon Valley, that shit is real. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, and there's a lot of cats out there with major things happening. Yeah, you want to be in that shit. That's not. And a he had to get away from Westbrook too. Yeah. Because ah. if you're thinking about championship, you got to the finals with this motherfucker, right? Yeah. So it's like, and the way he plays, you got to think about the future. It's like, yo, this dude ain't really, I'm, I'm this age, and this guy's just you wilding, math. right? And, man, they, they, they want me. The motherfuckers, from what I understand, they wanted him, right? right. They put out feelers. Yo, fuck it. I, yo, can I? I, I would have And he got major coin, too. It wasn't like it was like a throwaway or a little, little Right, and, and it's silicon, but I, I think me, no, the, the contract was for less money. Yeah, but I'm saying, but, but it's, just it's being in the yeah, right. But for me, I would have been like, yo, I can't, I can't go out like that. Right. I gotta try to come back the next year. I gotta, I'm gonna honor the contract. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Next year, y'all, fuck it, man. Nah, I got. We can't. We lost to these. We lost to these same motherfuckers I'm three gonna, to two. Yeah. And now I'm gonna go join. Based the on that. Now, if it's another team, we lost you. Ah, uh, that's true. Right? But, but yo, we got to come back and try to bust these motherfuckers. Yeah. See, that's, that's that... It's a different generation. That's that basketball shit. It's a different generation. That's that culture of basketball. That's you that pop shit. Exactly. You play in the park, and you can't beat me and you together. We can't beat Emilio. Like, yo. And then I join his crew. Yeah. Well, how you going to look at I'm me? You're going to be like, yo. I'm going to punch you in the face. Some soft yeah, shit. Some soft punch in the face. I even say this shit. Right? Some soft <laughs> You got soft mother Draymond Green. You saw him. Yeah. You can play with me. You see how he was yelling at that motherfucker, right? That was a little topical. Yeah. Yeah. Friends now. But listen. So yeah, that's what you would think. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. You screaming on a motherfucker on the bench like that. That was personal. Yeah. No, but can I just say this real quick? <laughs> I caught I caught the highlights last night. Draymond Green was screaming at uh, Boogie Cousins like that. Like, OD. Like to the point where at the end, the you know, cousins was like. Alright, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you right, man. I guess this, yeah, mother- yeah. this motherfucker might. Alright, he's crazier than me. Cause Boogie Yo, that like- shit goes on. That shit goes on. Boogie but, like- but what I saw with Draymond and KD, if you read it, it was personal. Yeah, hell yeah. It wasn't about what happened yeah, on the court, because that happens. That was some right. It was like, motherfucker, we ain't need you. When he said that, I said, oh, he's harboring ill will. Yeah. Do y'all think he's going to leave? Who? KD? Yeah. He has to. You think? 
Yo, all right. Mission accomplished. You won your championship. Here here goes the segue, right? So this is going to come out way after this. So apologies to y'all listening to old news. But we're going to get into some some theories with podcast Jadamus over here. Yeah, yeah. Let me me give you that. So, So we got this Porzingis thing happened, right? I don't know where it came, boom, I, ended up waiting. I, I agree with them. I wanna, I agree with the Knicks, but go ahead. I got Good. a theory no. for, for I'll We're we definitely going to get there. And then I agree as well. I think it was a smart move. Right. Mm. Um, especially, I, yo, my biggest fear mm. when we drafted Porzingis was not, I wasn't, well, his skill and talent, right. I was a little concerned, but I was like, all right, that can be, you know. Right. Achieved over a certain period of time. What came out of the gate was amazing to me as far as skill and talent. But I was always worried about his frailness being prone to injury in this league. That tall, from yeah, tall gate, guy. From yeah. the gate. They right? always, yeah. I just kind of brittle. And yeah. so when you know he came down, he hasn't been healthy pretty much since he got here, yeah. right? And this has been the longest stretch of injury. So I'm like, yo. And he was infected by the Carmelo bug. As soon as he walked into that to that team, Carmelo was already feeling away. He was kind of projecting that onto him, and he was getting his cocky right. shit together. Right. So when we get rid of him, and now we got pieces. Sorry, we got cap space. Right. Right. My hope and dream is, I didn't think KD was even a possibility up until right now, because now, yeah, yeah now you now the scenario is perfect. Now you can give him an opportunity to take on this team right. and do what you just described. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what he, if he takes the bait. It's hard. I mean, New York City's a motherfucker, man. It's a hard thing to pass up, right? Right now, given these circumstances, right? Because right? they got some decent young talent, right? There's no, right. there's no. You got like you know Alonzo Trier. You got Kevin Knox. You get, there's potential here, mm-hmm. right? Right. You got a good coach. You got room. Go grab a motherfucking buddy of yours and let's go get it. I agree. I just don't think that KD is made up that way. Mm. New York a is a pressure. different beast. Yeah, it'll eat you up. These motherfuckers, when you're doing that, that, that shit over there in Colton State that nobody... It goes washed under the rug. You know why? Because Steph Curry bailing your ass out. Right, right. But if you pull a motherfucking game where you 5 for, four, for you. 15, yeah. 5 for 18... Motherfucking show up on D. Oh no! They booed Patrick Ewing. They booed. Uh, yeah. but, but nobody's safe. I don't think he can handle <laughs> yeah, that he pressure. Can't handle but who can? In I, this day and age, no, no, who no. Can? LeBron. Ka- no, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Kawhi didn't go fuck you, boo. He booed. Yeah, okay. Don't go fuck. He ain't even hear it. What you say? Yeah. I don't hear. Yeah, Kawhi got that disposition. He don't give a fuck. He got. Yeah, yeah. He got. I don't give a fuck on his. He got. The, he got the autism disposition. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, he got the. He like yo. Kawhi, that's yeah, not me. Yeah. Not this motherfucker. That's I'm the, on your like, side. Like, the, the, the aloof group. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Yo. No, I just, as soon as you said that, I just thought about that famous clip where he's like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, hey. he got that type of shit where nothing affects him. Wait. So he can handle shit like that because he wouldn't, it would be above his head, he wouldn't give a fuck. But a guy who has burner accounts, yeah. yeah. There you go. You yeah. you wouldn't, it wouldn't be wise for you to come to the city with all this. Press. Oh, you we, know what? We gonna get you. Yeah. I think he's the epitome of the shit we're talking about of this new era. Right. Of like, I hate to say the word soft because I know he plays strong. Yeah, he's I, not he's soft. Sensitive. Yeah. Sensitive. Very sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. That's the word. In his feelings. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think, and I think everything is public in New York. Whereas in Golden State, you can hide your ass somewhere. Right, right. And you're being a quiet town that nobody knows. And if he comes here, he's the guy. 
he, all day. And, and right, so all talk, spotlight on him. And they're talking about Kyrie, potentially. I would love to see those two. And let's be hypothetical. I love Kyrie. If they both join the Knicks, what do you think that they would be? Right now, given the roster as is, adding those two guys. What do I... They, they'd be top three in the East. Yeah. So they would be... If you So with this top, top three, we're talking about... Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, that would be the Knicks somewhere I, in there. I don't believe Boston, well, I can't say that. I can never count Danny Ainge out. But they'd be competing with Milwaukee, I think. I would love to see it. I, I want to play hypothetical two ways, right? right. We've been talking about um, the Lakers with uh, hypothetically getting Indeed. Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. right? And you've heard this news, I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> let's be hypothetical, right? Suppose they gave up all the youth movement, they gave up. Uh, Lonzo, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, and draft picks and all, you know, the fucking bells and whistles. I just saw something. (laughs) Somebody sent me a, like a meme, and it's it's, uh, Magic Johnson on the phone, right? Uh It's a picture, and he's like, and then the words say, you can have Lonzo, you can have Ingram, you can have uh, their center that they're using now, the European dude, Mm -hmm. and I'll even give you the cure. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh these you know. like he had the cue for the AIDS. Damn, yo, there is no, there's no shape. There's yo, no filter. Someone told me this that did not a while ago. Um, there's always room for laughter, for comedy. That's the word. Right. Definitely. Like motherfuckers will be in a funeral. If you got some shit to say about yeah, the motherfucker yeah. at the scene. That's where yeah. most jokes come. That's yeah. some shit, yo. That's yeah. the epitome of that shit, bro. Yeah. So going back to it, let's so be they happy. Give up the farm. They give up the farm. Now you got LeBron, AD on the Lakers with Rondo. Let's say Ron. Let's say Tyson, Rondo. Tyson Rondo. Tyson Chandler, McGee, Lance Stevenson. All right, let's just Those call it that Lance. for now. Yeah. That's who they have. Now you take the Knicks. I would be hypothetical, right? Kyrie, KD, yep. Kevin Knox. Um, help me out here. Am I and Moutier maybe? Moody, no, Den- no, because uh, Smith Jr. Yeah, Dennis yeah. Smith. So let's say Dennis Smith Jr. is in that starting lineup. And yep. uh, who's his center? Um, Cantor right now. He's gonna be out. Oh, there uh, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson. Hypothetically. Where are those teams in y'all's estimation? I you I, I, I have to give it to LeBron until until that motherfucker just goes down, falls off a cliff. Because that's the way I see it's going to happen. Right. It ain't going to be a gradual decline. His shit, because 16? 16 yeah, years. 16, yeah. I, I, I can't predict he's when trying, it's going to happen, yeah. but it's going to be a sharp he, decline. He said, I'm trying to go out the way I came in. He'll be the first player to do that. In what regard? Like, like you're trying to be being the top, top scoring, league. rebounds, assists, like... The way you came in, his first game was like 25 points. Yeah. He was a teenager. I'm going out like that 20 years later. He's the only guy that I think could do that. I, I, I believe him. When and he says and, and the Lakers, if they get all this shit together, that's to compete with Golden State. And, and it's going to be, yo, with LeBron, it's going to be, he got this guy, Anthony Davis, got these other pieces. He has a torch. But, but this makes the point I make. That guy brought a bunch of bullshit motherfuckers to the finals. Yeah. Last year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you give him this, mm-hmm. it almost ensures that, right? Mm-hmm. But he did it without this shit. So yeah. it's just this is just buttering the bread for this fucking the, guy. The, to, so it's kind of get deep, deeper. So the Knicks, I wouldn't comp- I I wouldn't give the Knicks. Uh, I couldn't put the Knicks over the Lakers in that scenario. But I can say if we got that core. And those motherfuckers develop, and we continue to feed the beast as far as drafting and all mm-hmm. that shit. We're just waiting for LeBron to get the fuck up out of there. Right. That's, I mean, and that's a strategy. 
Like, right. I'm not ashamed. Like, yeah, <laughs> we just cannot beat this motherfucker. You, it's like Jordan all over again you, for the Knicks. You know what's so funny? The, the sleeper of the Knicks here is um, they're so bad record-wise. They have a chance, a really good chance of landing number one overall pick next year. It's, so it's, it's, a, four, it's a 14% chance. Well, First, the, the bottom three teams. Okay, so regardless, the point is they're bad enough to be in that scenario yes, where they right, could, right where now. it wouldn't be out of the fucking realm of possibility. Right. For that's what I'm talking. Regardless, right. which I think they should get it. The NBA should just get throw them a fucking bone. Yo, oh man, yo, rig the lottery. They always that's I'll been rigged, it. by the way. It's I'll been rigged. It. Look, the Bulls got rose. I'm a Bulls fan. The Bulls got rose. Yeah, we had like a seven percent chance. I'm just saying, but hey, I ain't mad because I enjoyed my brother Rose. Shout out to him. He, he just like, happened to be from Chicago. Yeah. I hate, yeah. I, but that's a storyline. Right. But I'm gonna say that to say this, right? <clears throat> I hate. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something you ain't gonna like. That I'm gonna say, but this is what it is. AD goes to the Lakers, and that shit ain't doing shit. The decimal ain't moving. I'm gonna tell you why. You giving up your entire youth. You're giving up 10, 15 years down the line. Yeah, they're trying to win for, that. For, for three more years, yeah. tops, yeah, they, yeah. LeBron James got for you. If he got two uh, more years. Two. I think he's going to hit 20 years. I think if he got, uh, if, I'm going to be straightforward with you, raw as I can be. If he gives you two great years, that's a salute to this man. Yeah. And that's and to me, that's still pushing it. Right, right. Because he's, true, yeah. let's just be, it's I'm not, it's not because he's not speaking. It's not, even if, think about this, man. Let's be in comparison. What does AD have? AD's like 23 years old. Yeah. He got 10 years at plus. You want to tell me you got two, let's say, you said it's four. We'll put an average. I'm going to say three. Just be average. We'll be two. So we got two to four years. Two to four fucking years of a, of of whatever you think LeBron's is greatness you, is. You put yourself in the brass shoes, right? In the, in the GM. You put, are you putting yourself there? I'm putting myself there right now. I'm, I'm speaking against this move. You're genius. Oh, you see? You, you did, okay. I, wrong. I, I shut you out the room. You know I'm, why? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm not. I'm not whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just finish my point. Then. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 but the first thing I said... In my fairness, this is some shit you ain't gonna like. Uh, yeah, I, said, I said that. Right, you did say that. So all right. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got a youth movement, and this I, I'm gonna talk so much shit about LeBron right now. Uh-huh. You go to the Lakers. You got none of the kids playing with you. Uh-huh. You knew there were kids. Motherfuckers had mustaches. Nobody had a mustache, motherfucker. Okay. You knew there were kids, right? Now you mad because you ain't winning. Motherfucker, you the problem because you chose the kids. If you want to win, take your punk ass to Houston with James Harden's big ass and Chris Paul. But no, you want to go play with the kids. Uh-huh. And now you're upset. So let's go get AD because I'm not winning. And then we that. And then fucking, uh-huh. you ain't winning, motherfucker. Now, I think what you're missing is the whole plan. Was for some shit like this. That it wasn't good. The expectation that makes wasn't, sense. That makes sense. I'm gonna, go about I'm gonna go play with a bunch of kids. That was never uh, the plan. Uh, uh, uh. All I'm saying is, I hear a lot of pressure from not you, but media, everybody. Oh, the kids ain't developing. Yeah, because it takes longer than two years to be a fucking a legend. You know, you don't walk in here and say, you know what? Hey, I'm a, nah. I was a first round draft pick. Guess what? I'm the shit now. Two years later, hey, they got Rose races with my name. Now, Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. If, if I'm the brass and we got LeBron. Yo, this dude only got three years with us, man. And this is the best player. Yo, wait, wait. <laughs> this is the best player. We only got three years with this motherfucker. Um, my job is now. My job isn't 15 years from now. I get so that. so so what I'm gonna do is listen, we gotta surround this guy with the best because we only got him for this amount of time and he's in his year and he's in year 16. Mm-hmm. So seems like this shit ain't really working with these youngsters, but if somebody comes on the market that wants to come here. Goodbye. Yeah. Because of 
Now, we got the best player, arguably, ever, right? Jordan, him. We got to do something while we got this motherfucker. Yeah. So and you put and yourself in the brass position. And you're talking about unproven guys. Right. We right. can't yeah. wait. We can't Nobody's look. showing no all we ain't got. We ain't got enough time to wait. LeBron only got, and he may fall off next year. You never know. This right. is year 16. Right. So while he's still good, he's showing he's still that guy. Oh, he's he wants to come? Fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah. I do get that, but let me just say this. Because if we make him win three with this motherfucker. But then, you know what, though? That also create if, if that works, you, you let these kids go. Now, you potentially can have perennial championships, right? Right, right. And that sets another thing where it's now an attractive destination. Right. And you could somehow negotiate picks and whatnot toward, mm-hmm. you know, and right. then rebuild that. Because as LeBron fades mm-hmm. out, right, Anthony Davis still there. Right. You have some other guys, right? right? right, right. So... Boom, y'all could come here. We still got championships. Davis is a man now. Well, I mean, you know what? For me, when it comes to that part right there, that shit is just New Orleans all over again. He going to be alone in the fucking ship in three or four years. But he may have in L.A. Okay, but it don't matter. But he may have a championship on his belt. Right? With New Orleans. Nah. But let me just say this real quick. This is my real, real point. This is my truth of all truths. At the end of the day, A.D. LeBron. With all I just said, Rondo, it ain't enough for the Warriors. I'm you sorry. You think so? No way. Jose. Well, it's not. They, they got no the hate. Board. No hate. No hate. No hate at all. That's what, yeah. No that's, hate. Not also That's LeBron. what Marvin said when he, when he beat him in Cleveland. When Cleveland beat them motherfuckers. Yeah, but you know what? They just suspended Draymond. That's part but, of the game, But hold on. But I'm saying, no. <laughs> Draymond's there. Those, yo, your motherfuckers get thrown out. What, we gonna stop the game? Niggas die every right? day, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we gonna stop the game because he got thrown out. Niggas die every day, that's, B. That's a part of what happened. Right. Yo, listen, listen. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, again, this is not no shade on LeBron James's greatness. I'm not taking nothing. I'm just saying. What you're dealing with in Golden State ain't shit. You don't see stuff like this. Yeah, is I know not, this, is, this is some crazy honest, shit. Yeah. It's not no typical, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got motherfucking five motherfuckers that going to launch it from three yeah, and connect ten threes a game. This, so, so as a team in the NBA, you got to scramble to try to compete with this shit. I agree. I right? agree. So you, you got to do something like, yo, these motherfuckers going to be wiping out the league. We got to try to do what we can. And if you're in a small market, it's hard to can't. Bring motherfuckers in. So the LA, like, yo, we got LeBron. Oh shit. I agree. I, I mean just, the hot right? shit the hot shit in the in the league is alright, what am I doing after basketball? Right, right. It's it's you know, LA primarily these days or right. that area. People mm-hmm. buying houses left and right over right. there because of the media and all that other shit that's going down. Yo, I, I want to say this, man. I don't want to talk too much about it. I think that at the end of the day, I'm not mad at teams like the Knicks trading away Porzingis because yo, at the end of the day, you gotta be realistic. Let's say Porzingis comes back and he's solid, healthy. Yeah. Like, let's say he's a I kid. hope so. I don't wish him no ill will. Think about this. You got Kevin Knox. You just drafted Kevin Knox. I think potentially he could be an all-star. I think so. Um, yeah. But you're bad enough now to where you're going to get another potential all-star down the line in the lottery, right? You're still young. Your core is young. Your foundation is young. Porzingis, he's in a fucking max year. He's supposed to get max dollars. You you keep him there. It's like the balance of power is not is not doesn't equate. You doesn't don't have make, leverage. It doesn't make sense for you to have a max guy with a bunch of kids, a la LeBron James right. and the Lakers. I think it's like same difference. Right. You you can't expect draft pick number two to come in here and be fucking an all star right away. It's not happening. So trade away this guy. 
You get what you get. I think they undersold because I think he's worth more than what they the haul they got. I think they could have gotten at least a subpar proven guy, you know. But whatever. Yeah, I'm, is, not, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, they're probably gonna waive Wes Matthews and, and, DeAndre, and DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. And I'm not mad at DeAndre Jordan. No, 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 I'm not DeAndre, mad at him. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre's still a beast to me. No, yeah. no, no, he's a beast. He's a detriment at the foul line. You can't put the fucking Actually, guy in the game. Not this season. Is this it? Season, well, what is he, he's, what, 40%? Nah, he's like 70. <laughs> he's probably 45. He's like 60, 70%. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They bring him on a curve. The rest, yeah. they're like, yo, you know like, motherfuckers in school. They you like, know what he do? It went, it went halfway around. Give him a point. Give the fucking guy a point. Check this shit out. <laughs> so, so the dude goes, he's at the foul line, right? Yes, sir. He's at the foul line now. This is his new gimmick this year. He goes to the foul line. He, the ref hands him the ball. He looks to his team. He's like, yo, what you think? You think I'm going to Oh, this guy with the gimmicks? Yeah. Oh. And then they answer him. Yeah, I think he... And then now it's going in. He's doing everything. And he hits. Wait, who says that? DeAndre? DeAndre you got to watch him. Wow. Watch him. If he gets a chance to suit up with the Knicks, you got to watch him. That motherfucker. He, gets, he, he went to, to Dr. Team. Phil and shit, and he tried to get him on his foul. Yo, he tried real. to get some bullshit. Yo, this mental shit to yeah. distract the pressure on Gessel. That's a great fucking point. Yo, but he's doing it. His numbers are skyrocketing really? on the free throw. That ball. motherfucker last year, the season was over. Next day, free throws until free next throw year. That motherfucker can. ain't fucking That motherfucker said That's the free throw. That's That, that, that. That all you could like you my pops used to tell me he's like yo it's a free throw no one's on you like that's the easiest part it of the game. should be it it's, should be it's like you know what I equate it to maybe not this dramatic but like you know how a lot of people are fearful of public speaking right yeah Ooh. it's only you up there right that's right? a great fucking and a lot if and yeah you got an audience out there but that's no different than the NBA you right. right actually it's worse because you got people ah, making noise right right mm-hmm. so. That that moment, you are now removed from the normal flow of the game. So the the mounted pressure in that right. moment, that it's it's a it's, it's a, a psychological thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I you know what? That is the most fucking beautiful way. Well, that's what we do out here. Right. No, right. but seriously, right. I never thought of it that way. Right. Because I'm awesome. The way I was describing that is like you are either a shooter or you're not. In the free throw line. Shows who's a shooter or not. Like, right. I'm talking about a real right. shooter. Like you got an actual like form. This is your shit. And, yeah, got, and I don't think time. so. DeAndre in fairness, all he does in this motherfucker is dunk. Same yeah. with Shaq. Yeah, he don't have a lot. These of, motherfuckers yeah, ain't they ain't folk jab stepping right. hitting that mid range. And he's not a big. He's a big guy, and big guys got handled. Right. He's the size of a uh, Kevin Durant. Right. Yeah. That's the new. Center, yeah, right. KD, KD is a right? center. Yes, don't tell him that because he hates that. You know, right. but he could though. The fucking problem is that you he know, won't want to. It's like Kevin Garnett syndrome. I'm gonna tell you what I say. Kevin Garnett was six eleven as a as a as a uh, first year player, first year pro, right? Right. Kevin Garnett said to the NBA, "Do not list me higher than six eleven. Yeah, I remember he was. Because uh, like I'm gonna be. I don't want to play. Phobia seven. with that shit. I'm gonna fucking don't play. I'm like, yo, Kevin, I'm thinking, at the time, I'm like, yo, why? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you're a sucker. But here's where it comes out. This is what I say about heart. This is what Jordan comes in, and Jordan to me is the greatest ever played. Yeah, it's not absolutely. because of, not by handle, assist, oh, that's cute. Heart, will, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I Jordan. will put my head through the fucking brick wall if yeah. that means a championship. Everybody don't got that. Now, here's what I'm saying. Where I saw this lack of heart for Kevin Garnett was against Tim Duncan. He's afraid of a big motherfucker, a little more girth, 
right? It's like he got the fear of God. I'm like, yo, Kevin, going on, bro. You're gonna have to face the best to be the best. It's it's inevitable. Right. And if you're the big man, the best defensive player, big man, you're gonna go up against the best defense. It don't matter if you fucking if you not seven foot or not. That's just the fuck. So guard the guard, grab your balls. Right? Uh, and guard the fuck Yeah, up. he couldn't. Because uh, you're the best chance we got. We ain't putting motherfucking Sam Mitchell on somebody's ass. <laughs> or whoever the, who else was a big right. man. We ain't putting these. It ain't going to happen. Right. It's you or we. Uh, yeah. Either you make us live or we dead, motherfucker. He couldn't beat uh, you uh, Tim Duncan. You Tim big Duncan t- they called him the big ticket. Do the big ticket. Yeah. Oh. So wait. We didn't talk about your podcast. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Really I'm sorry. Yeah, let's get into it. You said you had some joints that you wanted to bring up. Or did I make that up? No, wait, what I made that up. Uh, I thought you had some shit no, stash that you wanted to talk no, about. No, no, uh, no, we talked about uh, Porzingis. Okay. And I was saying, you don't know how this, I'm sure the Knicks got word from the doctors. Like, mm. yo. Something look funky? Right, you know, just like, you don't know what this guy's going to be. So, based on that, this guy's injured. We can part ways. We don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. got to think about how the ownership and, and, and how they think. Like, yo, this guy got injured. He's injury prone. Yo, we don't know what he's going to be. Usually with guys that height, with their feet, their yeah. knees, it's always some. So you got to look at this shit as like um, investments, right? Yo, mm-hmm. time to part ways with this shit, mm-hmm. you know? So that's how it is. And uh, not with the podcast, we rock it, man. This, that, and the third, you know. We love it. We love it, man. It's good, good shit. Good fun. Having great fun. People around the world digging it. So I'm happy. For 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 those that don't know, so it's it's usually roughly around a 30 minute podcast mm-hmm. every episode, yeah. 24 to 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's the same. And, and I know people keep pushing you. Your fan base is strongly trying to get you to up the the number. Up yeah, the but I tell motherfuckers, uh, back in the days, Carol Burnett, remember her show? Yeah, it was once a week. Dopeness. You waited. So this is what it is. So That's right. Yeah, so I'll keep my shit like that. Have some patience and right, enjoy right. your time. Right. You know it, what? It does go by fast though. Right. I feel like every time I'm like, oh, but this I, that's a good thing yeah. for content. Creator. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know what it is though? Um we're in a different era and it goes back to basketball a little bit, right? We we got millennials who wanna win now, hence this fucking push to get A D in the Lakers, right? right? With that same thing, we got Netflix who dropping seasons and motherfuckers could binge watch right now. Right? Yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah. we grew up in the era of you had to wait. once yeah. a week, motherfucker. Right, right. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Motherfuckers, they don't know what it that is. It's about now, everywhere, right? You want shit Everything now, now yeah. you yeah, know, when that. now. Fuck putting time yeah. in. Fuck everything. No, now, yeah. now. I'm good now. I'm 18, but I'm good. Yeah. Motherfucker, you 18. Yo, no, I, you young. I, I want to deviate a little bit because uh, there's a few episodes of yours where you've talked about um, this, uh, I guess I can call it this new en vogue thing with sexuality as mm. it relates to motherfuckers going and getting dolls that look <laughs> lifelike oh. and oh. making them their partner. Oh, you said something. Can, can, you, can you dive a little more deeper? Is there anything new you want to New, I want to say, even though this is coming out on it's the gonna episode. Be after, it's going to be after it's the episode. All right. Now, like I said, I said this shit two years ago. Now, by the way, this is why I call you Podchadamas. Yo, they got some shit now where they got junk junkyards for the dolls. So the guys who buy the high end dolls, the thirty grand, fifteen grand, use them up mad quick. (laughs) What is that? Wear these bitches out. (laughs) That's crazy. And then they and then they put them in the junkyard because yo, now if you are budget conscious. (laughs) 
sex doll connoisseur and you can't afford the 15 grand joints, well, the guys put them in the, in the, in the junkyard and they sanitize them, refurbished vaginas, assholes, so you're getting something new for 250. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening now, man. This is real shit, B. Yo. Where's this? This is it's Thailand? called the doll forum where they post videos of the illest sex dolls that they purchased. This is here in the states? Yeah. Oh. Yo. Reviews, videos of the sex dolls. Yo. So now I was saying, think about it. They got 3D printers where you can print up a gap. Imagine the lifelike of a doll for 50 grand. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the new one they got? It's called an Auto Blow. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, it was on Instagram. I was like, damn, they putting this obscene shit up here. She was just, they just had her, and her, they got her mouth going. Like, it's just auto blow. Oh, no. Like, remember the Jetsons? What's that lady name on the Jetsons? Uh, the, the robot, right? Yeah. Uh, damn. I forgot. She's a sex doll now. <laughs> Yo. You, you know, something else you mentioned in your podcast. What? You said, um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what, what? This is funny too, but that shit is funny. Bro, the motherfuckers is uh they're buying sperm to put on their face as cream. <laughs> Penis face. Yo, 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 you know what's so funny? I, I laugh because everything is a fucking go in this society right now. Anything you could think of, ass worms, fucking rats up here, whatever, the, it's a go. <laughs> Press play. Yes, you want to fucking snake up your ass? You can just go right here. Yeah, yeah, it's what like. The, it's what do you make out of it? Tell me about your, your overall. Do you just accept it because it's easier that way? I, I, I have to, you know, because. I don't pass judgment on motherfuckers. I just oh, I do. Right, I'll be, oh, I'm on the other side. I I, I like okay, you saying that? I, I'm gonna observe it and then I'm gonna comment. But you could do you, you know what I'm saying? But you can't stop me from talking about that shit. I get you. You know what I'm saying? Like they got this shit with this toxic masculinity. shit. Oh, let's talk about that. Check this shit out. I love it. This dude Terry Crews, right? Okay. The actor. Yes. Um. This motherfucker is talking about like, oh, black people are, are mocking him and, and because he got sexually assaulted. No. Black people are like wondering out loud, like, yo, how you didn't break that motherfucker's jaw? Like he he coming up on you touching your balls and you don't do nothing. So isn't it reasonable to say, yo, damn, if I was in that, man, I wouldn't let that happen in front of my wife. Of so he's saying our reaction to that, our reaction to a guy touching you. Is toxic masculinity, oh. and it needs to be expunged from the black community. Ooh. See, the straight black man—he is the problem. This is what this motherfucker is saying on Twitter. Oh, oh yeah, that's so. Like, I'm like, <coughs> oh, word, you attacking us, but you ain't attacked the motherfucker that grabbed your right. nuts. Right, <laughs> he's has free reign. Right, you didn't even mention this cat's name. So on my podcast, I unpacked it and reverse engineered what I think happened. Is that an upcoming episode? Yep. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna yeah, keep, keep it on right like there. that. Stay right tuned there. for the next episode. Yeah, the man. Moody podcast. Yo, so uh, did you have another thing to talk about? Because I was about to rap. Um. Oh, I just wanted to say this one last point. Um. Because we talked about the Knicks. I just want to just mention. 
I love Doncic. He's my new favorite player in the NBA. I really do believe Dallas is going to be a very good team for years to come. I don't. I think this is right now because he's injured. We right. don't see. You know, out of sight, out of mind. You know, so Pazingas, we haven't seen him. Everybody just think ain't shit. Right. But when he good, he's good. I'm going to just say this last point. When the New York Knicks in, I forget the year, had Jason Kidd along with Carmelo Anthony. I think it was uh, 2014. Don't quote me on that, but I believe. They went to the playoffs. 12, 13, something. Yeah, somewhere around there. I, I say that to say this. Jason Kidd, my favorite point guard of all time. Jason Kidd, what he is, is in his essence, is a leader. Absolutely. And just because you're a great talent don't mean you're a great leader. Yeah, right? 100%. So what I'm seeing in this kid, Doncic, is he's a great leader. Okay. Porzingis, for whatever flaws and I... He's not a leader. He's not a leader. No, there's no question. If he even remotely takes, lets this man set the precedent and you just follow instructions... You will be a fucking brilliant sidekick. A what, brilliant sidekick. What side. you just said is the reason why I don't think Dallas is going to... But let me just say this. I'm going to say this last point. The reason I think it's going to work is because when Jason Kidd came on... before, Prior to Jason Kidd, the Knicks weren't really... Carmelo was no, there. Was you wide. know what it was. Right, it was wide. When Jason Kidd comes on, it's a brand new ball game. Like when he went to the Nets, they went straight to the finals. So that's my point. Yeah, my yeah. point is you have once in a generational type yeah. leadership, motherfucker. Like James Harden to me is not a leader. No. See what I'm saying? But you put Dantas in him. Now you got, okay, because the pressure's off him. Doncic, he go, he wants to win. He don't care about scoring 150 points uh-huh. and shooting 75 threes. If it means Porzingis is going to score 30, I'm going to get you the easiest 30 that you ever see. Right. Because I want to win. I don't care that you can have the glamour. They know what I do. Yeah. My point is, and I said that, that was my last point, they're going to be great because this man will... In a ver- I think he, it is just naturally he will slide into a role next to him that doesn't take up leadership but takes on probably the roles where you can accentuate his greatness. I, I, I disagree, and the reason why I disagree is because, well, let me say this. If Porzingis does not become mature mm-hmm. to fit along with the rest of the pieces on that team, mm-hmm. it will not work. And I know him and Doncic are very close friends. Right. So it's higher chances that he will fall in line with Doncic. Yes. But other than that, I don't. I, I can't imagine him maturing to the level that he needs to mm-hmm. in order to play, you know, with the talent and skill that he has mm-hmm. in that environment. I just, I, I don't see it. I mean, well, I guess we'll for me, I just, I hope he's, I hope he's injury free. I would like to. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm a, I, I want to see, see a good. Play. I want to see a competitive NBA. That's why I get pissed off at the Warriors. I just want to see. I don't care who wins, really. It's about let me just see. Let me see the Titans clash. That's right. all. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see a good one. If you know someone's going to win already, that kind of sucks, man. It's like, ah, it's fucked up. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Did, did you get everything out that you intended to? Or well, as far as... Uh, Today. Yeah. 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 yeah, of course, man. All right. So all right. check me out. This is the third with G. Moody. Yes, Mondays. Moody Mondays. You will be thoroughly entertained. Yes, That's indeed. what's up. It's a uh, rate and review. Our yeah. podcast, but also his. Right. Rate yes, and review. Please. Apple Podcasts. Dribbles and Dimes. And this Saturday, third regime. Yes. Yeah, so ch- check him out, please. It's a dope-ass podcast. Yo, it's 30 minutes. Tops. I it's promise. It's a really good Shit podcast. Fire. It's one of the, my favorites. That's my yeah, But you got to listen. The special... You know, bonus of the uh, of the episodes is the curated soundtrack. Oh yes, yes. it's fire! Yeah, yeah, great hip hop. Yes, pulled from '79. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribble and Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter instagram and youtube on all platforms 
You can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.